I had a very dear friend, uh, an extremely close loved one, who back in March around St. Patrick's Day when this COVID was all hitting, he fell, he hit his head, he wound up in a hospital where it was determined he had a brain bleed. Well, around that exact same time, Governor Cuomo was really demanding that the hospital clear bed space, that they, they opened up a space for the COVID patients that we were going to need. So I feel that my friend was pushed out of the hospital and put into a nursing home. We weren't able to investigate the nursing home. We weren't able to go on tour. We could talk to people there and we did, but we couldn't go and put our own eyes on. That was a traumatic experience. So our friend was moved into the nursing home. We were only able to visit him twice while he was in the hospital for a week, but he was moved into the nursing home. And once he was moved into the nursing home, we were not allowed to visit him. We weren't allowed to look in the windows. They didn't have Zoom set up at that time. They didn't have FaceTime. They didn't have any way for us to see how he was doing. To this day, it makes me sick. It makes me sick just wondering and thinking about how did he feel? Did think that we abandoned him? Did he understand what was happening? Or, you know, did he die all alone just wondering why did everyone just leave him? Where did we all go? And that's the same story that I hear over and over and over again from constituents. And I'll be damned that we're going to allow this to continue or allow the people who lost loved ones to be forgotten or the people who are still living in these nursing homes to be treated this way. And that's what I hear from people. So for me, this is very personal. We've been reporting on it for only a few days, and yet we're now attracting the attention of New York State Senator Pam Helming of the 54th District and a reaction when she announced yesterday the co-sponsoring of a bill to establish an independent, bipartisan commission to investigate the deaths of New Yorkers who passed away from COVID-19 within state-regulated nursing homes and long-term care facilities on the heels of our ongoing investigation into the Ontario Center for Rehabilitation and Healthcare in Canadaigua. I'm Gabriel Pachazio, Finger Lakes One News, and this is The Daily Debrief. And on this edition, we ask, what would a bipartisan and independent commission to investigate the deaths of COVID-19 residents in nursing homes look like, and why does it matter? When I asked Senator Helming why she sought to co-sponsor a bill at this time, in the middle of the week, on the first day of July, she says that now is the right time and for many reasons. We need to hold hearings. We need to find out exactly what happened. We need to understand how many patients lost their lives. You know, some sources are saying it's greater than 6,400. Some media sources put that number up around 12,000. And as I dig into that further and further, it's interesting. It seems like I think it was back in April that the state, the commissioner of health, changed the reporting requirement which really calls in a couple of questions. Why was the reporting requirement changed? Originally, nursing homes were required to report any resident who passed, whether they passed well at the home or when they were sent to a hospital. And like I said, in April at some point, the commissioner called for a change and only required that patients who died in the nursing home, those deaths were reported. I think we need to understand what happened, and knowing that there's going to be a second wave of the coronavirus, what can we do better? What changes need to be implemented so that we can protect these most vulnerable citizens? As the public is starting to slowly slip away from caring about COVID-19 precautions as the state is shaping up with Phase 4 on the horizon, Senator Helming seeks to continue putting the pressure on the State Department of Health 
as well as other local and county agencies, in order to learn from the mistakes made behind the walls of nursing homes and other long-term care facilities, which resulted in a disproportionate number of deaths among New Yorkers that still to this day remains unexplained in her eyes. Again, this is something that has bipartisan support, and it has for months. This isn't the first piece of legislation or the first call to form a commission to investigate what has happened and what we can do better going forward. And it's so important that timing is critical that we continue to put the pressure on right now because in many areas of the state, we're moving on. People are, we're in phase four in several regions, and people are forgetting about, look, in nursing homes, we still have a crisis situation. We don't understand exactly what went wrong, or at least people aren't releasing that information so we can understand why we lost, you know, up to 12,000 individuals to COVID in nursing homes when we knew they were the most at-risk group. So we need to hold this independent investigation to figure out what went wrong, what we can do better going forward to prevent a similar situation. And we've got to stop at the top level, the governor's level, the commissioner of health. They've got to stop trying to point the fingers and to deflect blame. And they've got to stop issuing directives from the comfort of the Capitol. Really, what needs to be happening is a conversation with the providers, with the local Department of Health employees to develop better strategies to provide better care and a better quality of life to folks who are living in nursing homes and assisted living residents. Although Senator Helming burdens some of the blame upon the shoulders of Governor Andrew Cuomo, and Commissioner of Health for New York State Howard Zucker for the lack of accountability and transparency on this front, she firmly believes that the quality of life for residents must rise above pure politics. And keeping to her promise of bipartisanship and independent autonomy, the commission would consist of five members, one each appointed by the Senate Majority and Minority Leaders, the Assembly Speaker, as well as the Assembly Minority Speaker, and chaired by an appointee of the New York State Attorney General. This commission would also possess the power to subpoena and be funded through the existing state budget, showing off her commitment to rising above politics and party affiliations, all in the pursuit of the truth, obtaining answers, and ensuring future oversight of these facilities, and most of all, their residents. We've got to put their quality of life above politics. I've got to tell you that I hear from constituents who have loved ones living in nursing homes who are sick. They're devastated that they can't get answers and also that they feel like in some instances their family members are just giving up. They have been constrained to their room for more than four months now. Meals are delivered to their room. There are limited social activities. They don't understand why their family members aren't visiting in some situations. It's leading to severe cases of isolation where what I'm hearing from residents is that their loved one is just giving up on living. For Senator Helming, her ideal outcome by creating this commission would result in the stockpiling of data, facts, and information, which can then inspire new strategies for the state to implement in order to increase the quality of life and safety of residents who live inside nursing homes in the event of future outbreaks of COVID-19. The best outcome from the commission would be to have data and facts and information that allows us to put together, put in place, strategies that would allow us to provide better care and a better quality of life for those folks who are living in nursing homes. At the state level, we need to be more transparent with this information. We need to understand the numbers. We need to see which nursing homes are struggling, where we need to step in and provide assistance.
One of those facilities that's struggling is the Ontario Center for Rehabilitation and Healthcare, which isn't new news even to Senator Helming, who lives in the city of Canadagua and has been long aware of the situation surrounding the center, which has been plaguing their patients, claiming that she is constantly corresponding with the Department of Health through sending letters and making phone calls on several occasions, even predating the era of COVID-19. But now with our investigation at FingerLakes1.com tipping the scale, Senator Helming has publicly spoken out on the subject in response to our reporting, encouraging for anyone who is concerned about the conditions at Ontario Center, or even their loved ones inside, to simply contact the state nursing home complaint hotline. We'd like to give you an opportunity to comment if necessary to do so. I'm sure you've been seeing our coverage of the Ontario Center for Rehabilitation and Healthcare in Canada, well, right in your backyard, in your, your hometown there. I don't know if you had any comments you'd like to share with the public at this time pertaining to our investigation that's active and ongoing, if there's anything you'd like to share at this time with them. Yes, I would encourage anyone, anyone who has any experience with the Ontario Centers and any concerns to reach out to the state hotline to make that call and report their concerns to the state hotline. I can assure you that I have written numerous letters to the State Department of Health that I have been on numerous calls with the State Department of Health, and this dates back pre-COVID, that residents have raised with me concerns about Ontario centers, and I have shared those concerns. I started out, like I always do, directly with the centers, with their admin folks, their owners, and then went on to report it to the Department of Health and others. So I encourage everyone and anyone who has any concerns about any nursing home or any treatment that they have concerns about to report it to the state hotline. I'm Gabriel Petrazio, Finger Lakes One News. That's all for today. The Daily Debrief is our show about the stories that shape life as we know it. New episodes are published Monday through Friday on FingerLinksOne.com. It's hosted by me, Gabriel Petrazio, and Josh Durso. You can find the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as several other platforms. Visit FingerLinksOne.com forward slash daily to see the links to all previous programs. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.